try it, you try it. All right, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Why'd you like it? Like you? Who the hell said I got to like you? That true? Do you like me? You like me right now. You like me. I like it a lot. He likes it. Because I like it. Welcome to I'm Trying to Like It, the podcast where two siblings discuss all things pop culture or pop culture adjacent. We might disagree once in a while, but you can rest assured that we're both trying to like it. In this episode, Rory and I unwrap an official Red Rider Carbine Action 200-shot range model air rifle. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. No, I won't. We check in on the new sequel to the 1983 film, A Christmas Story. Ralphie is back, but this time he's all grown up and trying to make it a very special Christmas for his down-and-out family. We discuss A Christmas Story Christmas, now streaming only on HBO Max. Rory, did you ever... Hello, Aaron. Yes. What is your question? Uh, I was going to ask you if you have ever gotten a BB gun for Christmas. Um, did you ever get a BB gun? I think so. I think I've gotten a BB gun before. Um, yes, I have. It wasn't like a Red Rider BB gun. It was more like a pistols type BB gun. Because uh, I, I remember... CO2. Oh, CO2 oh, action. CO2. Yeah, I think I got a BB gun and it was a daisy. Oh, um, cool. and it was carbine action. Um, but it was spring loaded. So, oh, damn, not very powerful. Uh, but not at all. I think I got that for Christmas in 1986, if I remember correctly. And I was pretty ecstatic. Um, <laughs> You sound like it was it. very small reminiscing reminiscing on this well i remember that we kept that 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 bb gun was in the family for a long time because we kept passing it down to whoever the smallest kid in the family was because it was really short so if we'd go out and shoot bottles or cans or whatever that was like what that was the gun that like the smallest kid in the group would carry because um, it was easy to cock um and then it also just, it was just really small. So it was easy, you know, it wouldn't get too heavy or unwieldy for, for a small kid. So, but <laughs> it was spring loaded. So you could hear the spring, like when you would pull the trigger and be like, Meow. and then, <laughs> and then you could, it was, you, the BBs were not leaving the barrel very quickly so you could actually almost watch the BB fly through the air and you could Ooh, see it okay. sort of arc and then fall off like so you you had to be really as it got older that spring got weaker and weaker and pretty soon the bb's were basically just kind of like popping out of there and they, they do a little a sad little arc and then they ricochet <laughs> off of a pepsi can or something <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so you could in fact really shoot someone's eye out oh definitely i mean any BB gun is dangerous if you shoot it at someone. Um, we were taught very uh, proper gun safety. And so we never pointed it at anyone. We held the barrels straight up while we were carrying it. 
and we never yeah. stuck the barrel into the ground or let it rest on the ground. And what else? I mean, we, yeah, we, we took good care. Dad was very careful about teaching us proper gun safety. Yeah. Yes, that's for sure. He did do a really good job at proper gun etiquette. Even if he, it's a BB gun. Yeah. Which, like you said, BB guns can do oh, just yeah. as much damage. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, not just as much damage. I guess there's other guns that can do a lot more damage. <laughs> but a BB that's gun, true. A BB gun certainly can do damage. That's. I mean, you could. I mean, you could get someone in the eye. That's for sure. Uh, it could definitely be a if an intruder is coming, is it going to protect you? No, but will it give you some time to kind of get out? Sure. <laughs> Sure. Maybe. Who knows? Honestly, annoy, I have no idea. It's gonna annoy the heck out of someone. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will do that. Um, no, I would say the the only BB gun that I got was the one that was CO two. It was a pistol. Okay. And I think it was a Daisy. It was a Daisy. Well, Daisy is definitely like the you know. The, the premier brand of BB gun, I, I guess. Yeah. At least it was. Th- it was back in the day. I don't know if it is still or not, but I've I have not bought so. a BB I'm... gun for a while. I don't actually, I don't think I ever bought a BB gun. I think everyone was, uh, I think I had two growing up and both were gifts from mom and dad. So, hmm. Oh, look at that. Look at that. So you really, you really are kismet with Ralphie Parker then. For sure. Yeah. That's why. A Christmas story, which we're going to be discussing uh, the sequel here shortly, but it's always felt like, yeah, it felt like I was, I definitely could sympathize with Ralphie and his strong desire for that BB gun, even though, you know, like, I don't think dad would have ever let me like run it out in the backyard and shoot it at, you know, in a, in a neighborhood like that. But, um, I don't know. And I, I never mean, shot my own glasses. I never. I never. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I will say that he may have because when they lived in Springfield on their house on at their house on Berkeley, I would shoot stuff in the backyard all the time. Bows. Um, we did shoot guns back there, just towards that shed. Which now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, probably not super safe. No. <laughs> Did dad know that you were doing that? Yeah. I mean, we had we had like a truck bed liner, so yeah. it was kind of thick that we put up um, in front of the shed. Yeah. And so we just shoot at that, shoot at targets that way. Hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm rethinking what I was saying about gun safety. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. maybe. But no, yeah. I I've thought about it in our backyard. We, you know, we have a really long, narrow you do. backyard, and um, I got a couple of free bows, um, no arrows, but bows uh, from the university. There was someone. Oh, really? Yeah, there was someone just giving them away, and so um, I've thought about trying to like set up some hay bales or something in the backyard to practice with the bow. But what I'm kind of concerned about is, you know, we have that sort of apartment building behind us and people park their cars Mm. back there. 
and I'm just worried about like a stray bow or something. I I don't know. I just I'm worried it's gonna like ricochet off of something and then go um, puncture a windshield or something over in that. Yeah, parking lot. I could definitely see that being a possibility. <laughs> i was i could 100 i was though i did buy a slingshot i don't know if you knew that but um recently yeah this past summer because we oh. were very tired was this before or after your knife this was uh this would have been after i think yeah after oh. um but we were so fed up with uh with squirrels messing with our garden <laughs> And so my thought was, I you know, I'm not trying to kill the squirrel. I just want to like scare it so it stays away from. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, I so I brought my slingshot back there, but I was still too afraid to shoot this the squirrels with actual like pellets because, or mm-hmm. you know, actual metal objects because I was worried that it would. Um, again, that it would ricochet and like hit somebody's windshield in that back parking lot. And, um, so, but I found a good alternative. We have that big pecan tree in our backyard. So I started shooting pecans at the squirrels and (laughs) that (laughs) was completely ineffective, but it was fun. It was at least fun to try to shoot at the squirrels. But then the crazy thing was, I, I swear the squirrels started throwing pecans back at me. Oh, they do that. Do they really? I think. I don't know. I'm not a squirrel scientist. I don't know, but it seemed like they were throwing them at us. <laughs> huh. That I mean, they probably were like, "Oh, let's let's have the let's have this battle." I mean, obviously, squirrels are gonna win. <laughs> They're small, agile, and nimble, and there's a lot of them. Uh, there's a lot of them. They're fast. Yeah, yeah. And they live above me in this tree that they know I can't climb into. <laughs> yeah. And they just kind of taunt. Squirrels are literally the worst. Yeah. They do. And they sound like they're laughing at you. Well, um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick between squirrels and mosquitoes, I don't know which one I'd go for, honestly. Well, mosquitoes, like, if I could get rid of you mean like choosing to annihilate one, one species of the planet? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cause I feel like there's like the butterfly effect. So you think you're getting rid of mosquitoes, which you're like, well, that'd be a good thing because then, you know, it saves the world from like malaria and all these other, you know, mosquito born illnesses and things. But then what's the ultimate effect? Like maybe there's no mosquitoes, so there's no bats, there's no bats. So there's no, I don't know. You know, like that's true. And then the next thing you know, like our whole ecosystem system is crumbled. And okay, so what's with squirrels? Well, that's the thing. You don't that's... know if you not if you annihilate squirrels, then the next thing you know, let's see, what's a squirrel? What's the predator of the squirrel? Uh, besides angry gardeners like me, um, hawks. hawks. Yeah, maybe, maybe hawks. I don't know what's uh, dogs. Maybe. Um, but anyway, there would be some kind of like. But they so they bury the nuts, you know, like they they go and they bury, like they spread nuts around the world. So maybe there's I'm gonna, maybe I'm gonna Google. maybe what are you looking for? Like the predator of the squirrel? Purpose of squirrels? What is the purpose of squirrels? <laughs> <laughs> what does okay. Google say? 
They are nature's gardeners. Oh my gosh, Aaron, they're your people. <laughs> so it says squirrels have an important ecological role. That's what I'm saying. Especially in forest ecosystems. They spread the nuts. Their biggest, yeah, their biggest contribution to the forest is in shaping plant composition. Hmm. They have a peculiar habit of taking seeds. Yeah which are their main source of nutrients and burying them. Yep, they spread the nuts, then the seeds and the and the other things around. So you get rid of squirrels, next thing you know there's no forest. Oh my gosh. It literally says someone wrote, "What would happen if squirrels were extinct?" And someone said, "Everyone would starve." <laughs> I'm telling you. That's why you don't wipe out a species of 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 animal. You never mm. know what's going to happen. The butterfly effect. I get are squirrels good to eat? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can eat them. Um, we have relatives who who have certainly eaten some squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Another question is: Can you get worms from eating squirrels? Okay, we're really going down a right, rabbit yeah. hole. Um. So we're going to be talking about a Christmas story, <laughs> Christmas here in just a moment. But um, Rory, um, just before we hit record here, we were talking about other Christmas movies. And um, yes, one thing I've noticed, we went to the Christmas parade here in Carthage, Missouri, and there were there was one Santa in the parade. It was a great parade, by the way. We had a lot of fun. But there were six uh, screw uh, not Scrooges. Grinches, six Grinches. Grinches have been. They're everywhere. Like have you, everywhere. That's like an explosion of Grinches. There's Grinch paraphernalia everywhere. There's. It's just, and I don't know what happened because there hasn't been a Grinch movie exactly since what 2020, 2019. Yeah, there was like a cartoon that came out. Yeah, because it had Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I have not seen that. That might be another twenty eighteen. Okay, it was twenty eighteen. That was the that was when it came out. So, yeah. So I keep saying Scrooge, Grinches have been everywhere. Um, and my son had a Grinch day at school, and mm. so they read the book, and then they uh, watched the cartoon, and they did a bunch of other stuff. So he came home super excited about Grinch. So we watched again. He had already he'd seen it at school that day, but we watched the original Grinch cartoon. Okay, which is okay. streaming on one of the platforms. I think it might be Paramount Plus. I want to say Paramount Plus. Um, okay, and then we found the Grinch movie starring Jim Carrey on HBO Max. How long okay. ago did you last see? The Grinch, the the movie with Jim Carrey. Um, I mean, honestly, how the Grinch stole Christmas with Jim Carrey is probably one that I try and watch every year, really, at least once. So tell me, because yes. we've been watching this. I've been watching it with Laser. We watch like you know twenty thirty minutes a night because, um. Usually we start it like, and then it's time for him to go to bed. So, um, what's 
What's <laughs> good about it? What do you like about it? if you watch you watch it every year? What because it to me it's uh first of all everybody looks creepy. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not particularly funny. It's definitely not one of Jim Carrey's like funniest roles by any means. Really, I don't think it's funny. I mean, I haven't laughed. Wow, and. Just every once in a while, you get a little bit of the original story, and you're like, oh, and it kind of like centers you again. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's what we're here for, like the Grinch story. Um, and then you're, and then, you know, but then they fill it because they needed to make like a full length film. And so there's all this other stuff that happens that's not, that doesn't really impact the storyline a whole lot. Um, so I just kind of okay. have felt like what like I I think it was fairly successful at the box office. You're saying you watch it every year. I just I just don't get it. Maybe I maybe I missed it because I was already like twenty something when that came out. But I don't know. I just I'm just not feeling it. Mm. So after all of that, what's your question for me? <laughs> My question was what. Do you, Tell me what appeals to you about it. You say you watch it every year. What's the, what's the, like, what, why, why do you come to it? Why does it draw you back year after year? I think for me, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of, I think it is funny. Like, I find it, like, very enjoyable and funny. I think Jim Carrey does a great job, um, I don't know. I just always chuckle and laugh, especially whenever he like takes the yodeler's clothes and he goes, ooh, ah. And then he looks at himself in the he looks at himself in the mirror. And then he decides that he's not going. But in turn he does go. I don't know. I, I just love it. I think it's hilarious, honestly. Is it Jim Carrey's best performance? Absolutely not. But do I find enjoyment in it? Oh yeah, of totally, hundred percent. So, how old were? Do you know? Can you Google real quick? What? How? When did that come out? I think it was early two thousands. Hold on. How the Grinch stole Christmas. Two thousand. Two thousand. Okay, so I was twenty. You were nine. Is that right? Yeah, I'm 11 years older than you. So. No, you're 12 years older than me. Um, Aren't you? I think I'm 11 years older than you. I think. No, you're 12. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, let's not air out our ages here, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how old I was. I was young. I was, I was born. Was, I was young. I was born at the end of a year, and then you were born at the end of another. <laughs> towards the end of another year. <laughs> no, I was born at the towards the beginning of another year. No, you're towards the end of another year. We're both. We're only. You were born in August. I was born in September. Just different years, right? Those. I would say that's like yeah. we're we're past the halfway mark there. June's the halfway mark, so we're like in the second half of the year. What is the point of you asking this? <laughs> I don't know. My point was <laughs> just that you were a little kid the first time you saw it, I'm sure. 
And so it yeah, probably just would, hit yes. it just hit different. And for me, I was I was a Jim Carrey. I mean, like I'm not like a diehard Jim Carrey fan, but I w- I'd seen him in things like Pet Detective and you know on um, yeah you know just it. And so I had this this idea of him, and I it, I just don't remember really falling for him and in that role as the Grinch. But if you were not a fan of Jim Carrey when you went to see it, because you were what eight or nine then you probably just didn't go into it with high expectations of what a jim carrey movie would be like possibly i'm i'm theorizing i'm just theorizing here um are there any other christmas films that you any other christmas films that you (laughs) this was a mess this question was an absolute mess (laughs) I'm I'm trying to get something. I'm trying to get a conversation going. And I feel like you brought, uh, you brought your D game tonight. Where's the energy? Where's the, No, I, I am saying that I rather enjoy. Well, number one, your question took like five minutes to, for me to understand what you were saying. Cause you went to this whole backstory. Here here we go. Now we got the whole backstory of what your question was. And then you finally answered the the question. You're waking up. You're waking up. You're just making me angry. (laughs) Good. That's exactly. You've unleashed the Kraken. (laughs) That's exactly what we need. (laughs) (laughs) I like this movie. If we try to record this podcast and I'm the one that's more energetic, that's a problem because (laughs) you're, you're supposed to be the energizer who brings the energy here. I don't have any energy to give, so I need I need to leech it off of you like a like an energy vampire. <clears throat> okay. So all I'm saying is I don't so why don't you like this version? Because it's I already stated it's creepy. It's not funny. And all the filler that, that they had to add to it, because it's not it's meant to be a it's a short little You don't kids think book. it's a little bit funny? I felt like it's like it's I have not laughed at it. No. Oh, whoa. So I'm just saying for me, it's not funny. But for a nine year old kid putting myself in your shoes, you probably did think it was funny or at least thought but it was. Don't entertaining. put yourself in my shoes because I'm no longer a nine year old kid and I still think it's funny. Right. But you have a sentimental attachment to it. But do I? You did said I you watch, watch it, every it year? when it went. I know, but did I start it whenever I was that age? Like, I'm did assuming, I watch it right whenever it came I'm out? I'm assuming you did, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like the cartoon, the original cartoon, better than the... So you like the one from 1966? Yes. yes. Why? That one's boring. That's classic. No, it's not boring. Ew. I just watched that with with laser, and we laughed. Ew. We laughed. I actually did laugh in that one. Did he laugh at the other one with Jim Carrey? I think he has. Yes. Okay, so that's a moot point. No, so I'm just saying it's for kids. It's a kid movie, and you you so fell you in love seen... with it as a kid. I did not. So you enjoy it still because it's a movie that you fell in love with as a kid. You still enjoy it, just like I did with the cartoon. Okay. Back when I was a kid. Have you seen the newest <laughs> one? I have not. Oh, gosh, you are annoying. 
I don't understand your logic behind this. <laughs> I tried to explain it. <laughs> you don't think that Jeffrey Tambor is funny or that Shannon girl from Saturday Night Live Molly is funny? Shannon. Some of that stuff. Molly Shannon. <laughs> some, of, some of that stuff was pretty cool. Like I would say, or the, the life is like a bowl full of cherries. Lady is funny. I, the one thing, no, that, she's not the one really thing funny. that she's I was funny. laughing at with Laser was when Molly Shannon's trying to put out the uh, Christmas lights on her house, and then her neighbor, who's like perfect, um, comes out and oh, she yes. has like a uh, this big cannon that like puts the, the mm-hmm, lights up on the house. Mm-hmm. So Laser thought that was pretty funny. So okay, but we're not talking about Laser. We know that Laser finds it funny. You didn't find one single moment funny. I haven't really, no. <laughs> There's been no ha-ha moments not, at all? Not really. I don't. I mean, I'm watching it, and wow, I you're enjoy a, you're a that Grinch. he enjoyed You it. should be the Grinch. I, I know. I know. No, but I'm saying the original cartoon, I still really think it's great. I, we watched uh, it. I don't care about the original cartoon, Aaron. <laughs> We are not talking about the original cartoon. We are talking about the Grin- how the Grinch stole Christmas. And the- okay, so now you need to watch the Grinch. The that's the new cartoon. Yes, it came out in 2018. It's the newest one. It has Benedict Cumberbatch as the voice. And where's it streaming? Um, <clears throat> I don't think it is. Hmm. Let me look. The Grinch. I think that's a rent. Oh, wait. Hulu. It's on Hulu? Yeah, I think you can watch it on Hulu. Cool. I think. Hold on. Let me Google. It said you could watch it. Oh, it's locked. Uh Uh-oh. You have to have TV. Oh, really? Yeah, like you have to have Hulu live. Yeah, it's on FX. Oh, it's going to be on... Uh, December 20th on NBC nationally. Oh. So you can catch okay. it on TV on December 20th on NBC, 7 p.m. Mm. Do you have NBC? Yeah. Oh, so you're going to watch it with commercials? I mean, that's how I learned to watch. I mean, that's how I watched the, the original Grinch cartoon all those years ago. With commercials? Yeah. We watched it on TV. Wow. You're dating I, yourself, bud. I said that like it's like. <laughs> you believe that? We used to watch that on TV, on the TV, <laughs> with the with the commercials breaks in between. They tell a little story, then they try to sell you some toothpaste or some detergent, and then they come back and tell you a little more story, and then you go and you see your your commercial for. Mickadees or or Legos. <laughs> and with that, everyone, we're going to take a break. <laughs> and when we come back, what are we going to talk about, Aaron? A Christmas Story Christmas. Oh, life moves fast. One day you're playing kick the can with kids named Flick and Schwartz. The next thing you know, you're a certified adult. Ralph, dear old man. Fragile. He was the best. Yeah, 
Ralphie, promise me we're gonna make this a wonderful Christmas. That would make your father so happy. I promise. What had I done? And now it was all up to me? I suggest you start drinking and don't stop till New Year's. Hey kids, who wants to go see Santa? This is amazing! Incredible! We will meet you right here when you're done. Don't let him kick you in the face. Huh? It's the half happy scene. No, uh, no, it. When it's just us decorating, it kind of feels like child labor. Honey, it's not labor if we don't pay you. Yeah. Cheers. Welcome back, everybody. Um, sorry you had to listen to that first little bit, because that was a nightmare. Um, I'm not sure what Aaron's point was. He just is a Scrooge himself. I don't know how you don't... Um, annoying. You annoy me. I'm annoyed. I don't know how you don't think that that movie is good. I thought we were talking about something else now. We are, but I'm just thinking about it, so it's a little rough. Anyways, everyone, we are talking about the, I gotta pull the right one, the 2022 HBO Max um, second installment of A Christmas Story. Now, before we talk about A Christmas Story Christmas, which is number two, it is I don't even know how many years later it's supposed to be. We need to go back to the olden times of where this all started. So the 1983 classic that is a Christmas story centers around young Ralphie Parker and his Christmas. And all he wants is a Red Ryder BB gun in the 1940s. What a great movie. Aaron, how would you how would you rate a Christmas story on a scale of one to ten? Uh the original you're talking about. Um Yes, yes, yes. So, the nineteen eighty three classic. Yeah. So this movie so I would I, I would rate it, you know, as far as Christmas movies go, I'd rate it pretty highly. It's been one that we've watched uh our whole lives. I've I mean mm-hmm. it's um I it ha- it's a sentimental classic. Uh, but also, I think funny. I mean, I've, 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 even watching it today, you know, it's, it's definitely still, uh, the, the comedy lives, you know, lives are still, what am I, what am I trying to say? It's still good. It's still good. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, okay. <laughs> so putting a rating on it, I don't know. I mean, I'd give it a eight or something. I don't know that I like other Christmas movies more than it. Um, there's probably a few Christmas movies I like more than this, but in general, I, it, you know, it's, it's one that I, I do like, and I've watched it in the, not in the last couple years, but probably within the last five years or so. Really? Yeah. And I've really enjoyed it within the last five years. Hmm. It's kind of funny because a Christmas story is really the only 
movie that I know of that does a full marathon, like uh, from Christmas Eve until Christmas Day. Yeah. Yep. And so there are certain. Do they still do that? Certain. I think so. Oh. I I think they do twenty four hours of a Christmas story. Wow. Yeah. Um, and where they started on Christmas Eve at like eight in the evening, and they end it on Christmas Day, um, twenty four hours later. So honestly, I absolutely it's it's just kind of one of those movies that I just always hear Dad like I hear Dad laughing with it, um, and so that kind of ties in for the memories and everything. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it, it really is just, it's just a classic, like it's a classic Christmas movie because it's not one of those super like start at the beginning, feel good movies. It's realistic. Yeah. <laughs> like It's, it's a very loose story and I think we'll, we'll get to it in a bit, but the, a Christmas story Christmas is pretty similar because you know. Mm-hmm. You know that what we're leading up to is Christmas, right? Like that's going to be the and so it's it's more like these vignettes of this family's life leading yeah. up to that day. And there's kind of some loose threads that kind of that you sort of follow like um in the we're talking about the original here, but Ralphie's trouble with uh, you know, a local bully and mm-hmm. um, you know, some of the issues that his dad is dealing with and you know you 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 mostly are just getting kind of glimpses of life into the mind of this little boy as he yeah. goes through the christmas season with all the excitement the lamb yep yeah the pink bunny exactly so there's just there's but but as far as like plot goes it's not like there are major turning points in the plot that um, build on one another or anything like that. It's literally just these sort of vignettes, these moments in this family's life as they lead up to Christmas day. And then um, it, so the original film in 1983 was set in 1940. Um, mm-hmm. And the sequel, a Christmas story Christmas is set in 1973, I believe. Does that sound right? Yeah. I think they, they, it, they say something about that at the very introduction of, a Christmas story. Christmas. I think it's 1972 because oh, 72. of the flash forward. Oh, okay, okay. Um, to him winning the Nobel Prize or whatever, the Pulitzer or something like oh, okay. that. Okay, yeah. Um, and so, do you want to read the the synopsis of the film or the the plot? Yes. So, from the lovely IMDb, we follow the now adult Ralphie as he returns to the house on Cleveland Street to give his kids a magical Christmas like the one he had as a child, reconnecting with childhood friends and reconciling the past of his passing of his old man. Um So this stars <laughs> the same actor Peter Peter Billingsley who played mm-hmm. Ralphie Parker in the original, mm-hmm. right? And it also has the same, like, Flick is the same, um, Schwartz is the same, you've got Randy as the same, uh, Scott Farkas is the same. So a lot of the main people um, that were in the original mm-hmm. are are here today. Now, I have a couple of critiques and a couple of things that I wasn't super fond of. One, I didn't like his mom. 
I, but that, that partially that's because I don't like that actress. Um, I'm not well, a huge fan of Julie Haggerty. And she's not, pl- the role of the mother is not played by the same actress as the original. Mm-hmm. It's not played by the same actress. And I feel like, uh, I don't know. Anytime I see her, I only think of certain movies. Melinda Dillon was the name of the actress who played. Uh, Ralphie's mom in the original, and and part of me wonders why they weren't able to get her because she's she hasn't passed right now. I know uh, his see. dad, the guy who played his dad, passed, but I didn't think that she that she had passed away. Uh, no, it's it doesn't. She says she's she is retired. She's no longer acting, um, but she's still alive. So, hmm. um, but maybe she just so wasn't interested. W- maybe they tried and she just wasn't interested. Yeah, maybe I so. Mean, so that was kind of a big one for me. I felt like she just didn't fit the mold. Not that Julie Haggerty is a terrible actress. She's just not. Yeah. She just wasn't it for me, I guess. Well, yeah, I I would say. So the original was set in 1940. It was, but it was being told in 1983. So there was. A, 73. Well, sorry. The the no, the movie came out in 1983. So Oh, okay. okay I'm talking okay. about the original. Um and so the and then so it's it's it is trafficking in sentimentality, right? Like this is a, the original was very sentimental and the sequel is as well, right? It's very sentimental. So we're really like a lot of the uh reason that someone might want to watch a Christmas story Christmas is literally just because they love the original and this one is going to this one's going to kind of touch on all the sentimentality that the original does um but but now it's like even more meta because it's like you're sentimental towards the original which is set in 1940 but you grew up watching it all these years and now you get to see Ralphie as an adult and they're going to reference all the stuff from the original that you really like. And he's going back to his hometown and all this stuff. So like, there's a lot of sentimentality in this movie that um, is perfect for a Christmas movie. You know, like that's what Christmas is. Christmas is for a lot of people is just sentimental, like remembrance of the past and like what it feels like Mm -hmm. to be a kid. And um, so I think, it's a pleasant enough movie. Like I would, I wouldn't dissuade anyone or try to argue against anyone seeing this. Cause I thought it was, what I would say is it's better than I expected it to be. Yes. And it's not as, yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised, although I wouldn't go as far as to say that it's really good. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, it's just no. kind of okay. It's just, it's, it's okay. If you are, looking for a like i would put it up on par with like if you are uh looking you know you're at home on a weeknight and you just want to like uh a film that's not going to that's going to leave you with like warm fuzzies then this is it you know um and i would not have probably sought this out where the reason we're reviewing this is actually because uh a listener request um Mm -hmm. someone asked us to listen to watch it and review it and so um we i you know 
I don't I was kind of curious but not excited because I thought it was not going to be good. I thought it was going to be bad. Like I thought it was going to be really yeah. bad. <laughs> honestly, honestly I kind of felt the same way because it's like it was so there was no publicity to it. Like right, I didn't even right. know that yeah, this there's was, definitely that no... this was happening <laughs> yeah, that yeah. it was going to be a thing. Yeah, so, um, you, and so you get the sense that like whoever made this um like okay, HBO's is sort of showing it to us and they've Mm-hmm. They've put it on their home screen, so when you open up HBO Max, you'll probably see an ad for it. But like, have they put out commercials? Have they advertised one bit for this? No, and that always makes you a mm-hmm. little bit skeptical of a film. Um, but the other reason was just because we haven't seen Peter Billingsley in films for a very long time. I haven't looked at his IMDb to see if he's been in other. He was things. an elf. Okay. So he was, he was one of the elves in Elf. So, but otherwise, I mean, it's not like he's had a stellar career post a Christmas yeah, no, story. Not really. So to see him back, I was like, well, that seems, I don't know, just a little bit like, um, how how good is he gonna be? How good is he gonna be on screen? You know? Yeah. Um, it, maybe it's a bit of. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so I, I had for, for very me, low expectations. Honest, for me, honestly, I think I kind of went in with no expectations, and I, I tried my hardest to not compare. Um, but it was really hard because they would do, like, flashbacks or um, to when he was a kid, or they would right. do, like, those same type of, like dream flashes that he would have when right, he was a kid. which was very and so yeah. it was really weird because it it was like they were taking the first movie and just kind of and and changing the storyline basically it was it was good like it really did it it super exceeded my expectations but yeah. i think it was just because my expectations were so low right exactly um, that's the way i'm i'm looking at it too is like i thought yeah. it was going to be terrible Mm-hmm. And it was not terrible. It was just okay. <laughs> yeah. And so it it was definitely like the things that kind of happened. Um, it, it was great. The fact that most of the main characters, like the main actors were able to play those, those characters again. Right. Um, but it was just kind of the little bits here and there. Uh, I think they could have gotten his mom played by someone that looked a little bit more like the original mom or I don't know. I don't think the performances I, I, are the problem. Honestly, I think it's more of a, no, it's more of a writing issue that there's not one is. Okay. So I was thinking about this as I was watching it. The original film is successful in a way because you've got these really cute kids. First of all, a cute cast, right? And that mm-hmm. goes a long ways. You see cute kids in, situations and it's really the humor of that movie is found in sort of reliving some of the miseries of and magic of being a child right yeah like for his sure. ima- his wild imagination the way he blows things up in his imagination that's something mm-hmm. a kid does and that we've all done as kids 
but also the misery of being a kid where you have very little control over your life. And there are mean people who do mean things to you and you can't really, you know, it's very hard to defend yourself. And um, Mm -hmm. you have to, it seems like Christmas takes forever to get here and you are powerless to get that thing that you want because you're a kid and you have to rely on parents or Santa Claus or someone else to do it for you and get it for you. And anyway, that's what the magic of the original is Um, here. You know, you're, you're the story revolves around adults and the, you know, the premise is that he's trying to take a year to be a writer and his writing's not, not selling. So he's they're They're broke. Essentially, their car needs work and they don't really have any way to, you know, to fix it. Cause it's, it's, they're poor. So there's a little bit of that misery of just being a poor parent, like being yeah. impoverished as a family in some ways, but it, the humor doesn't translate very well, you know? And then you don't have that cuteness, like, you know, Ralphie and his brother all like, you know, bundled up in their snow gear and stuff. And like, there's a big part of that. You're just laughing because they're cute as they go through all these different trials and things, but you don't have that here. He, there are some kids in the story and, but they're just not, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as successful as the original in that sense. Um, Yeah. And I, and I think that's kind of where my low expectations stemmed from, because I knew it was it, it wasn't and couldn't focus on new kids. Right, right. Like it had, it was going to focus on him as an adult, yep. and I did find it funny. Like I wouldn't say I found it as funny as the original, but I did find it super funny and nostalgic too because they show the the lamp shade and they show different. They show the east the pink bunny. Uh, And all this stuff. So they show different things that kind of bring that nostalgia and everything. Um, So honestly, I give it a six and a half um, because it it, it did hit those. I don't it it hit the memory. It hit the memory makers in a new way. It still had the the Santa. It had Higby's the mall area. It had different funny things where you thought, okay, he is the dad from the original now, but he's still Ralphie and everything. Right, right. Um, and I just, I just enjoyed that, even though it's about him trying to give his kids an amazing Christmas like his dad did for him and his brother. That, but they were still able to. I don't know. I don't know the I don't know the word that I'm trying to. It was good. It wasn't amazing. Um, but it was just kind of I watched it with Matthias and April and we all just kind of sat there and chuckled and laughed and everything. So, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good family. Like it's a good family movie and everything. Yeah. That, and, and that's, all that stuff. Yeah, I would totally agree. It's, it's just something to watch uh, instead of putting on one of those Hallmark um those Hallmark Christmas romantic for a minute. Comedies. I thought you said we're about to say something about the Grinch. No, no. I mean, okay. The, nope. I'm nope. not, I'm not Continue. bringing back the Grinch. Um, 
No, I, I think it's it's a <laughs> for free if you have an HBO Max uh, subscription already and you are looking for something warm and cozy, Christmas themed to watch with your family. It's perfectly adequate mm. for that. Yeah. Especially if you love the original the original uh, Christmas story because <laughs> Did you just say the original? The original. <laughs> uh uh if you like the original Christmas story. There you go. Uh then this does have like Roy said plenty of sentimentality. Um it, you, it might just choke you with the amount of sentimentality it's trying to it's trying to pack into one film but um yeah. the good the upside is it's not very long <laughs> it's like 90 minutes no it's really not and it's about an hour and a half it's it, it, you know it's so so give it a try i would if i rated it i'd probably give it a 6 and you know just say go in with lower expectations but you might find yourself pleasantly surprised at how yeah. How comfortable it is because it is that's the way I would describe it is it's like it's like putting on a shirt or something that you haven't worn for many, many years and you put it on. You're like, oh, it's not bad. I wouldn't wear this very often, but it's just OK. It's comfortable. Um, that's the way that's the way it kind of felt for me. So, yeah, it yeah, it is just it's wholesome. That's how I'll, that's how I'll, how I'll sum it up. It's wholesome. Um, so not bad. Uh, just go in kind of with low expectations and you'll be a okay. That's a good lesson for all of life. Just lower your expectations and everything will seem okay. (laughs) That's actually probably a good, a good word of advice for those who listen to this podcast. Just come into this podcast with very, very low expectations and well, you might I mean, no, you might no. be pleasantly surprised okay. Okay. once in a while when we rise slightly above mm. mediocrity then you might be wow. like oh, it's okay yeah, once in a while it's okay okay then that is not how you get more people to listen um so if you listen to that just hear the words from my mouth hear the sound of my voice and forget everything he said. Ooh. And know that we are the greatest. <laughs> the best. The best in the biz, everyone. Um, but no, it, it was good. Uh, with that, any recommendations, Aaron? The only thing that I can recommend um, are the same thing, is the same thing that I recommended last week. Because I know you didn't watch Bullet Train. I have not um, yet. You've been watching all those Grinch movies, which is totally fine. Um, but Avatar comes out on Friday. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to that three-hour movie. Over three hours, right? Over three hours. Man, what's his name? Uh, James Cameron. James Cameron. I was about to call him Chris Cameron. I knew that wasn't right. He likes so the I long ones. Like, he right? likes to really stretch the film out. But, you know, it works. He's had, like, some of the most successful films of all time. So, What else has he done? Titanic. Terminator 2. Okay. The mm. first Avatar. Um, okay. All extremely successful films. That was only three movies that you said. He puts out a movie, like, every... 
10 years. When when did Avatar come out? How okay. Google it. Your Google tone, it. sir. Mm. Avatar came out in 2009. Okay, what year is it now? 2022, Aaron. Okay, so I mentioned a few movies that he's put out. He doesn't put them out very often. He did Avatar 2009. He did Titanic 1997. He did uh, Terminator 2 in 91. Okay. All right. I'm just saying he's very famous for having released very few films. But that, but his films are very, very successful. Well, apparently not enough. If I didn't know half of his movie list, you, which of those have you not? Are you not familiar with? Those are like the highest grossing films of all time. Titanic. Uh, obviously, I've heard. I don't know if I've ever seen Terminator Two. Honestly, Terminator Two is a is a classic. You should see it. I don't know if I've seen Terminator One. Obviously, you, sh- you should. Uh, True Lies, 94. Um, Yeah, so here's his filmography. These are the films he's directed. No, listen, it's very short. 82, Piranha 2, The Spawning. (laughs) Probably not what he's most famous for, but there you have it. Probably not the best. In 84, he turned out the first Terminator, which is a sci-fi classic. 86, Aliens, another sci-fi classic. I'm not skipping over anything. These are all his films. 89, The Abyss, another sci-fi classic. 91, okay. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, sci-fi classic. 94, True Lies, action and adventure classic. Uh, 97, Titanic, one of the highest grossing romantic, or highest grossing films of all time, but definitely the most uh, successful romantic film of all time. 2009, Avatar. And 2022, Avatar, The Way of Water. There's a sequel coming out, Avatar 3, will be on its way in two years, 2024. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he just doesn't do a lot of films. But when he does, um, they are big. And what I've heard, I've heard him quoted as having said about uh, this Avatar sequel, that it will need to gross at least $800 million just to pay for itself. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, there, it's uh, it's going to be a pricey, pricey one. Um, but I'm wow. excited. How much did the first Avatar make? Um, let me see. I'll Google it myself. Let's see. It was definitely successful. Um, the budget was two hundred and fifty million. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, so the budget was two hundred and thirty-seven million. Yeah, the box office was two point nine two three billion. There you go. So, pretty successful. Um, Goodness. Yeah. So, I'm excited to see oh it, my gosh. but I do want to see it in its in the form that he would like us to see it, and I think it's going to be released 3D, which is he actually created some of the 3d technology that um specifically for this film um and then really yeah and for the original avatar as well and then um the and then you know i think he he's his ideal viewing experience is i think 3d and imax and 
So that's the way I would like to see it. But I'm not exactly sure. I think maybe the AMC there in Springfield would be the only place that will probably offer it that way. In I mean, near to us. So we'll have to hmm. see. But I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I like these big kind of spectacle films. I'll enjoy it. It's super long, but, you know, get some popcorn. <laughs> yeah. um, don't drink too much Coke right at the beginning because you don't want to have to, you know. But pace yourself. Pay, pay, your, pace yourself. Yeah. Pay yourself. Pay, and pay yourself um, to not um, pee on yourself. So. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I think Alamo would probably be the best place to go because they just give you everything you need, so you wouldn't have to get up to refill your popcorn. <laughs> I, wish, I wish they would bring you like a little, like a little bedpan. That would be nice. Okay. Would it? They I mean, it'd be odd to be sitting Alamo. next to someone who's using the bedpan. But as a viewer, it would be very convenient. No, it'd be really great if, like, because right now they have a new system. It's the it's the button. Yeah. You push the button and it illuminates red, um, so they can come and get you a little bit faster. But it'd be really cool if they had another button that just had a nice little canopy <laughs> that came up, and you just went to the bathroom. Um, and like the seats opened up and you pushed another button and the seat opened up and you were able to pee. Um, That's what I'm saying. And then it just funnels down. It dries you. It cleans you. It's like there's a bidet. Push... There's a bidet in there. Yeah. Yeah. But quiet bidet. A quiet bidet. <laughs> but um, as soon as that, you know, as soon as that canopy goes up, everybody knows what's going on in there. But would you well, still be able to, to see? Go, like all the way. You'd still be able to see. It just goes up to like your shoulders, <laughs> so your head's I mean, still technically, your head's still popping out, and then you can still yeah, watch the it movie. It wouldn't have to go super high, yeah. just just enough where you're. You got to wiggle. You're not going. You got to wiggle out of your your pants, though. You know, so <laughs> it could be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bad, bad, bad. Could bad. be distracting. But I am. All this to say, I am excited about Avatar coming out. Those are my recommendations. Do you have any recommendations? No. <laughs> oh. No, okay. I cool. think uh, here's here's what I'll recommend. Um, two things. So I've been watching White Lotus. Just finished season two. Yes, yeah, definitely two just want up. to do a spoiler episode where we talk about it once you've seen it. But yes. um, I just think the soundtrack from both seasons, season one and two, is great. You can listen to those on. Um, I'm sure Spotify, Apple Music. Um, I listen to it on YouTube Music. So, but I don't know. I just there's a. I really love the the soundtrack to those movies or to those series. Sorry, to those two series. Okay. So check it out because it's it's fun. I mean, I especially one thing I really appreciate is the uh, Hawaiian qu- choir f- music. Um, okay the it's just i don't know just something this is very beautiful from season one so that's my recommendation okay it is on my list now that it has finished up um i could just do a straight binge and watch all the episodes um now that it's up i did hear that they are getting ready to do another season so that's exciting um so yeah i think white lotus is at the top of my watch 
I'll probably try and watch like a couple episodes every I night. I will say that um, I really, I remember when we talked about White Lotus season one and I said that I would find it hard to believe that White Lotus season two could live up to the first season, but it does. So really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mike White is, is kind of on a roll here. So, I mean, we'll see if he's going to do his third okay. season. I mean, it's uh it's going to be, it's a lot of pressure. Cause I, I would imagine then when award season rolls around, um, I know white Lotus, the first season won a lot of awards and I would be shocked if season two doesn't win, um, just as many. So we'll see. Yeah. Because I do actually remember you now that you're saying that I do remember you saying that you weren't sure if this could hold up to the season yep. one. Yeah. I think it does. So. Okay, well, all the more reason for me to bust it out. So, um, with that, we're going to come to a close. <laughs> close. <laughs> it's time to tell Rudolph and all of his merry reindeer that it's time to land this sleigh. Ding, 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 ding. Those are the jingle bells of the reindeer. Um it's time to land, guys. Time to land. Uh, with that, as always, hope you all stay safe out there. Get all your Christmas shopping done. I Mine's almost done. Aaron, how's yours going? I'm it's sorry. Fine. We're taking off really it's, quick. Yeah, it's going going fine. It's going fine. Yeah, we're, we're doing good. We got, we got pretty much everything taken care of, I think. Wow, good job. I still have a few people left. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. We're coming back down. It, we had some turbulence. We, there was a mountain. We had to get over that mountain really quick or we were going to die. Um, so now we're, we got over that mountain. Now we're coming back to land. I see the landing strip in the way off distance. I see those lights blinking and I can see Aaron with his little airplane lights saying, Hey, time to get this, time to get these reindeer fed. Um, but he's still off in the distance, just waiting for me to say what I need to say and do what I need to do. And, you know, <laughs> are you still there? Hey, 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 so just waiting for me to have these reindeer. Land and bed and maybe have a little blanket and take a nap. <laughs> They're just so tired, Aaron. <clears throat> Facebook.com <laughs> slash trying to like it. <laughs> trying to like it dot com. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you heard it. <laughs> Oh, I was really, you did really well on that, Aaron. Uh, yes, as always, make sure to check out our website and our Facebook page. Aaron already mentioned what they were. Be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, rate, review, all of the things because we are needing your help to get us out there into the world so people can listen and appreciate and be entertained by us. Um, as always, stay safe out there. 
And thanks for listening to I'm Trying to Like (laughs) It. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Merry Christmas. I'm trying to like it.